Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wasner. With me again is Dwayne Friend. Hi, Dwayne. Good day, Bill. Good day. Yes, that's very good. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about weather. And those are some of my favorite podcasts. And we've got a lot to talk about weather in Illinois these days uh, and across, across the country. So I think it's all tied back to El Nino. Is that right? And what does that mean we for could... us for the rest of the winter? Well, obviously, right now, as we're doing this podcast, we still are contending with flooding events. We've still got the Illinois and the Mississippi River at uh, almost record levels in some places. A lot of people are worrying about levees still at this point. Uh, and uh, you are right, that is pretty much related to El Nino, the fact that this is one of the strongest El Nino events we've had uh, in, in recorded uh, time, really. Uh, the 82-83 El Nino event uh, was the strongest up to this point that we knew about, and this one has uh, probably surpassed that. It seems to be peaking, uh, or has recently peaked, uh, and probably will continue on, though, throughout the, at least the beginning of 2016, uh, and may end up uh, not completely going away until maybe May or June uh, at this point. And when you and, say May or June... That means planting season, right? Yes, it does. And uh, whether we end up having exactly what happened back uh, during the, the really strong El Nino event of 1982 or 1983 is remains to be seen. But let's if we look pretend, back at that, chair, Dwayne, let's okay. pretend. <laughs> and, and that's all it is. It, we're going to pretend that I don't remember back that far. So... Tell me what happened in 82-83. Okay, I will do that. Uh, and, and this actually trends through what most stronger El Nino events have done. Uh, some stronger, some, some lesser. But if we look at 1982-1983, we had a very warm and wet winter that year uh, in, in uh, the winter of 82-83, followed by a very dry and hot 1983 throughout the Midwest. Now that particular year uh, in terms of farming was uh, it, it, it wasn't as big of a, a problem in 1983 mainly because that was a year that if anybody remembers there was something called the payment in kind program where a lot of cropland was taken out of production because at that point we had a lot of uh, corn available and we were trying to uh, uh, lessen the supply of it. This isn't the same case anymore. Uh, we're, we're, we're planting a, a lot of acres of, of corn and soybeans and if things would turn out and right now the projections are that it looks like throughout at least the beginning of uh, summer we're, we're looking at at least in Illinois a dry and probably above normal temperature scenario. So this is something I think that a lot of people uh, need to at least keep an eye on for the future. Right now, we're not worried about soil moisture. We've got more than we need. But if we end up having uh, a dry spring and a warmer than normal spring, those soil moisture conditions can change pretty rapidly. And that's kind of what we saw in, in the summer of 1983. So what is the advice? If you, 
if what you're saying actually happens, what should your strategy be in when it comes to planting? Plant early then? Uh, that could very well be a, a pot potential uh, thing that people should consider. Uh, one of the other things, and this is something that I was just visiting with uh, one of our other extension colleagues, Dave Shiley, this morning about, he had mentioned that uh, folks that have the ability with tile lines to manage their their water table. In other words, if they've got structures in the tile lines that will allow them to manage how much drainage occurs, and if they're looking at as particularly the the following month after planting, and it looks like it's going to be warm and dry, they want to be looking at potentially managing that water table and maybe keeping water levels a little bit higher than they would otherwise, not letting all that towel drainage just drain out uh, because they may need some of that moisture going in later into the planting season. Interesting. Interesting. So um, what resources do we have to track the soil uh, temperatures and, and weather in general as we head into the spring months? One of the best websites that are available, this is through uh, the University of Illinois, the Prairie Research Institute, uh, probably more commonly uh, known by folks uh, with the, the Illinois State Water Survey is a website called Weather and Atmospheric Resources Monitoring Program, or the acronym for it is WARM. And it can show for um, uh, many different locations within the state, soil moisture, soil temperature, uh, and, and all those things that people really need to, to maybe be looking at very closely this spring uh, and seeing what the trends are, seeing what the uh, uh, water table levels are, which this website also shows, is just an excellent resource for that. And again, it's called the Weather and Atmospheric Resources Monitoring Program through the Illinois State Water Survey. The other thing I would mention just in terms of general monitoring of upcoming conditions for uh, a monthly period or even looking at a seasonal period. The National Weather Service through their, their climate forecasting uh, website has some excellent resources and especially for the upcoming four weeks or looking out for a monthly period those uh, predictions are, are getting pretty accurate so you can you can put pretty good confidence into those things at least for a, a month or so out so if people want to look at those uh, that would give them some other clues on what may be happening in the near future very good and of course we want to encourage people to use the uh, university of illinois extension website at www.extension.illinois.edu well the other thing i was going to say is if we do end up having future disasters. We also have a lot of resources on uh, disaster preparedness and what to do after disasters on our extension website as well. Very good. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wasner and Dwayne Friend. 